Welcome to the Chris Hanna Show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's the Chris Hanna Show, and today we're going to be talking about something that's been going on in the world now for a while. It's called the Great Resignation, and it's been something that's been happening for such a long time now, because there's so many people who are upset in their career, they're miserable, they hate what they're doing, they're frustrated, they want more, but they don't know what to do, they can't stand working for their boss, for the company that they work with, they don't use their talents, their skills, their strengths as much as they ultimately want, and they're wanting something else. And so there's been a lot of talk over the last year or so about this great resignation, because more people now than ever are quitting their job in search of something else. Now, for each person, that might vary and differ in terms of what they're actually trying to go after and what they're trying to do. Some people are trying to find another job, but a lot of people are ultimately trying to create their own businesses, their own income streams to help them have the fulfillment that they're ultimately looking for. So in today's episode of The Chris Hanna Show, I want to talk more about this, but I'm going to actually go through a list of the top 10 reasons why I think so many people are miserable with their roles, with the companies that they work for, and why they're desiring a career change. Now, if anyone's ever watched the movie Office Space, you know that a lot of people in that movie kind of go through the motions. They do just enough to not get fired. They're disengaged. They checked out. They're not in it. Mentally, they don't want to be there. What a lot of people go through, though, in life is this moment where they have already quit in their head and they've stayed there. They're stuck. It's the worst kind of place to be when you're working in an organization or in a role that you don't like. When you get to that moment where you've quit and stayed. You've completely given up on following the mission, the vision. You do enough to to not get fired, to keep your job, to keep the income coming in, but that's all that you do. And therefore you go through life miserable, unhappy. That feeling sucks. So in thinking about my past, in thinking about interviews I've had, and feedback, and observations with so many different people throughout my career, I really started to think a lot more about why so many people now are miserable with their roles and they're looking for a career change. So I've accumulated a basically a top 10 list, what I want to share with you here. And as we go through this list, think about it from your own perspective. Are there things that resonate here with you? Are you feeling any of these? My guess for some of you listening, you are. So the first one I got to start with that I think really is driving more people to say, screw it, they need to leave the organization or the business that they're in, is that they have terrible leadership that they work with. I think everything in terms of a business starts and ends with leadership. If you've got great leadership, well, a company's going to have the results that it's supposed to have. If you've got great leadership, people are going to be inspired, motivated, driven to succeed. If you've got great leadership, you want to be there and continue to soak up the knowledge, the inspiration, the motivation to ultimately take it to the next level and do your best work and be your best self. But unfortunately, far too often, there are leaders who are terrible. They shoot down all your ideas. 
They give you mixed messages. They pivot too far often. They ultimately make your life more difficult than it needs to be from a work perspective. I've worked with some leaders before in the past where they outright just are mean and rude and really unprofessional to you. So it is really tough to be successful and want to stay somewhere. Again, if you're facing the challenge of working with terrible leadership. The next thing on the list, though, of why I think people are really desiring a career change is that they're just mismatched in the job. I think that far too often people are in roles because that's the job that they needed to take. They've maybe progressed to a certain level of maybe using their skills to a certain extent, but then after a while, the role changes, the company changes, but they're still stuck in something where they're not actually able to be themselves, to bring out their talent. See, people are more successful and more happy when they actually get to use their talents and skills every single day. But a lot of people are in roles where they don't get to use their talents. There's, th there's talk about thinkers versus doers. And some people are stuck being just doers and they're not given the chance to think and use that skill set. Other people are just being good doers, but they're not... They're not the. They're in a position where they need to think and come up with a strategy and a game plan, but that's not their strength. That's not their expertise. Ultimately, that means someone's just in a mismatched job. Now, over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of challenges that have happened with regards to businesses either shutting down, having to be paused, stopped, making significant changes within their organizational structures, which all leads to this feeling of being unstable. And I think an unstable company direction can also be a significant factor in people wanting a career change. Look, more than anything else, a lot of people just want to live life on their terms. They want to do what they want, when they want, how they want, where they want. But when you're working for a company where things are unstable, where you don't know if it's going to be around next month, next quarter, next year, you don't see a future it's all doom and gloom and nothing but negativity. You want to get away from that more than anything else. Now, speaking of wanting to get away from that, there's also this place of people wanting more flexibility in their workplace. Look, if anything really good came from the COVID-19 pandemic, it's that more and more companies have realized that you do not need to work in person in an office setting around other people to do your job. A lot can be done remotely. Unfortunately, though, as the world has started to open up and all these companies have real estate and buildings that they have that they want to fill with people, they're starting to pull people back into the office. While some are offering some hybrid opportunities to work either in person or remotely some of the time, some companies are saying, no, we're coming back to work. Therefore, those companies don't have that flexible workplace policy in place and I don't even think you need to have a policy you just need to sit there and give people the options of what they ultimately want to choose to figure out where they work best but when there's a lack of flexibility within the workplace when people don't get to work when where and how they ultimately want they're not going to be happy especially with what's gone on over the last couple of years when everyone knows that it is possible to work from anywhere now what also makes it really easy to want to leave that really pushes people out of an organization is when there's a toxic culture that exists as well. 
You see, there's a lot of companies out there that are toxic. There are leaders that are making things worse, where there's too much drama and gossiping and backstabbing. I have often said to some people in my circle that working can sometimes feel like you're on the TV show Survivor because it's outwit, outlast, and outplay. People are constantly trying to fight and claw over each other, sometimes unintentionally. Sometimes they're perceived to do so, and that makes the culture feel toxic. It makes it feel like one that you want to escape from more than anything else because it just isn't good. People complaining about other people, trying to throw people under the bus, creating drama that doesn't need to be there. Instead of just working on getting work done, that's a toxic culture. Now, the other challenge that's happened is that as inflation has started to continue to increase and the prices of everything has gone up and it's gotten extremely ridiculous when you looked at, at some things that are out there right now. The price of everything has gone up, but wages have not gone up to compensate for that. Everything costs more money, but people are often working within poor compensation structures. There are cultures out there where people are being nickel and dimed, getting minimal raises, if any raise at all, having no pay for performance plan in place, no shared equity of any sort. Those poor compensation plans are driving people to take control of their lives and want to build their own income streams, their own side hustles or businesses or personal brands. The other thing that's really clear is that if you're not growing, you're dying. In many organizations right now around the world, there is zero growth potential for some people. They are starting to take a look at themselves and what they're doing and realize they can't continue to do what they're doing anymore. They can't continue to see others maybe grow and be given opportunities that they're better suited for. But more likely than not, they just can't stand being stuck, not feeling like they're progressing, not feeling like a company, a leader is investing in them in their professional development, doesn't care about their growth and how to make them be the best version of themselves that they possibly can be. It sucks when you're stuck. And I think that's a reality for a lot of people right now is that they feel like they have zero growth potential. There's nowhere for them to look to say that they are going to be successful and go into a different opportunity, whether it's six months, a year, five years or not. You feel stuck. I've been there before where I felt like I had no chance of moving to the level where I thought that matched my skill set. And it absolutely was demotivating. Now, a lot of people have been forced to work more, sometimes with less. But that just leads to more burnout. More than anything else, it leads to people just being overworked and underappreciated. The two most powerful words that everyone loves to hear but don't hear enough is thank you. Not enough leaders and companies are thanking their people for the hard work that they do, the late nights, the interruptions, the thinking about work on the weekend, putting in the time and the effort to deliver for customers, for clients, internally, to other teams and departments. So much work is not captured, and people aren't catching people doing things right. And when you're underappreciated, 
you're going to be bitter. You're going to be angry. And more likely than not, you're going to want to say, screw it. I want to leave. Now, another reason that I think so many people are miserable with their roles and ultimately desiring a career change is that they're bored and not challenged. I can tell you that is one thing that I struggled with throughout my entire career is when you get to a certain level of proficiency, when things start to become routine, it becomes boring. And when it becomes boring, it's not challenging. And when it's not challenging, ultimately you feel like you're just going through the motions. It's the same thing over and over and over again, which is something that if you're like me and my personality, I can't stand. I can't stand doing the same thing over and over again. The idea and the thought of having any sort of repetition absolutely just terrifies me. It makes me want to run the opposite direction. I'm a person who likes to build. I like to be challenged and I like to force myself to grow and learn new things. But when you're not, when you're bored, you don't care as much. And I'm not saying you need to care so much all the time that it becomes this obsession. But if you're bored, you're not having fun. You're ultimately not going to be happy and you're going to want something else. And the last reason that I think so many people are miserable with their roles and looking for a career change now more than ever is a true lack of fulfillment. The reality is this, is that the word fulfillment means a lot to different people. There's so many different ways that people can define it. So it's up to each individual person to decide what does fulfillment mean to them. But for me, fulfillment means happiness. Too many people are just unhappy right now. They're unhappy with their lives. They want more. And what they want more of anything else is actually control. They want to live life on their terms. They want to be happy. Happiness equals success. But they're not happy when they're doing things that they don't want to do. Working for leaders that don't know or don't appreciate them. Where they don't feel like they have any opportunities to grow. They're poorly compensated. They're underappreciated. There's no workplace flexibility. The company that sells might be unstable. Fulfillment is what ultimately what people want. Because the worst thing that's going to happen is this, is that you're unfulfilled, so you're miserable at work. And when you're miserable at work, you tend to bring that home. Whether it's a spouse, children, family, friends, being miserable all the time is no way to live. So therefore, what people need to do is change. They need to change their outlook. And the way they can change their outlook is by changing their circumstances. And that means for many people starting to seek out opportunities to go elsewhere. So there it is. There's the top 10 list. So I'll, I'll recap these again here. The top 10 reasons why I think so many people are miserable with their roles and they desire a career change, whether that's going into business for themselves or switching to another company. Number one, terrible leadership. Number two, mismatched job. Number three, unstable company direction. Number four, no workplace flexibility. Number five, toxic culture. Number six, poor compensation. Number seven, zero growth potential. Number eight, overworked and underappreciated. Number nine, bored and not challenged. Number 10, lack of fulfillment. Is there anything I've missed from this list? If you're currently experiencing any one of these symptoms, 
I'll tell you this, you shouldn't feel bad for wanting a change. Take action and accelerate taking control of your life. Find ways to generate multiple income streams, create a side hustle, build a business that you've been thinking about. And if you're worried about how you're perceived, don't. Don't live your life in the fear of what others think of you. If you do that, you will fail to grow and ultimately achieve your goals. That's going to make you even more miserable. You got to do what you want. Could you fail? Yeah, of course. You can certainly fail. But would you rather try and fail or live a life of regret? There's a good chance that when you take action, it leads to creating positive change and momentum for yourself. The thing a lot of people don't realize is that the more there's change, the more challenges that you're faced, on the other side of that change is the next level version of you. So live life on your terms. Ultimately decide that you want to be happy, but you can also decide if you want to be miserable and stay and do nothing. The choice to take action is ultimately up to you. Now, if you're in the right role, working at the right company already, and you're listening to this, that's great. More power to you. Just watch out for these, these signs that I've talked about. If you are a leader and you're listening to this, though, know that you have the power to foster the type of culture where you don't lose great superstars. If you can proactively address the issues that were noted throughout this episode, you can become a game-changing leader that can have tremendous results. But it's going to start with you taking a hard look at yourself in the mirror and deciding that you want to be better. So that's it for this week's episode of The Chris Hanna Show. I hope you got some value from it. As always, if you could like, subscribe, and share, you it helps us grow, but it also helps more people get the message out and hear this message about the importance of creating the right type of culture and employee experience that's going to lead to the results that you're ultimately looking for. All right, thanks again, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Chris Hanna Show. As always, the latest episodes are available to listen and subscribe to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow The Chris Hanna Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. For more resources and solutions, including blog posts, toolkits, ebooks, speaking sessions, and more, visit chrishanna.ca today. We look forward to connecting again with you soon for another episode of The Chris Hanna Show.